Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode number 84 of Unmasked. I'm your host, Neil Getzlow. As always, I am so grateful that you are here on this journey with me, especially blessed for all my faithful followers out there. I know you're out there. I know you're listening. And I thank you. And I thank you for coming back in the new year. Uh, and if you are a new listener to the show, hey, I I'm glad you're here as well. I encourage you to check out some of the older episodes as you scroll through uh, the podcast feed. And uh, well, I, I got to just address this right off the bat. It it's been a it's been a few minutes since we've had an episode. Looking back, it was it was about six weeks ago uh, when I last published an episode. So hey, happy New Year to you! Hope your year is off to a great start. Got to be honest, Kansas City's been in the deep freeze to start the year, so uh, we are just now starting to thaw out. So it's been a cold but productive start to the year. And uh, look, I also want to take this opportunity to introduce myself to all of you or reintroduce myself, as it were. Um, my name is Neil. I'm a former pornography addict, sex addict, atheist who found Jesus in April of 2020. And gosh, four years ago almost, and my life hasn't been the same since. I use this podcast to share other stories from across the kingdom about how God is redeeming people like me and people who are now walking in obedience to God, changing their lives and the lives of those around them. We also spend time on here talking about the issues surrounding sex trafficking, the dangers of pornography, mental health issues, addictions. And that's the one thing I learned pretty quickly once I found Christ. The church isn't a place of perfection. It's full of brokenness, but it's also full of redemption. And so Honestly, as of just a few days ago, I was kind of thinking that this podcast might have run its course. Uh, it's just been, there's been a lot going on, a, a lot of good things, but a lot of things that have taken my attention away from the show. You know, since the last time I published the show, I, I, I took eight men through uh, Grace-Based Recovery, which is an online course to help them get on the path to overcoming their porn addiction, participated in four sex trafficking awareness events, talking about the dangers of pornography and its ties to demand and how I contributed to that. Now I'm trying to help others, uh, educate others on, on that side of the things. We've got another uh, four opportunities to share my testimony testimony and, and the dangers of demand and pornography coming up in the next few months. And then just, just last week had the absolute honor of helping to start a Celebrate Recovery at my church. And I'm sharing this because this is this is not about me. All these things that I do, I do this for the glory of God to show that he can use my brokenness, the dumpster fire of my past to help others. I also share because it's become more clear to me than ever. And I, I, I spend a lot of time thinking about this, that the obedience of Amy, my, my wife, Amy, and if, if you don't know Amy yet, go back and listen to the first four episodes of this show. Uh, the obedience of Amy in following God and forgiving me when it would have been so much easier and, and, and she would have been absolutely justified to leave me broken in my sin, but, but her obedience to God is creating ripples here in the real, real world that we don't even know about. And so we're going to keep on being obedient. We're going to keep sharing our brokenness and our healing and keep making ripples 
it's a it's a blessing and humbling to be able to serve God in this way. And I think about Genesis 50, 20. You know, God took what the enemy meant for evil, and now he's he's turning it for good. And I, I share all of this because, well, I've I've you know, I've had to find other ways to create margin in my life to do all those things. So the podcast is taking a back seat. The writing that I want to do, I consider myself an author, of course. That's all taken a back seat. But um, I gotta say, even though I've been I've been doing the things I've been passionate about and serving the Lord, there's there's been this heaviness in my mind and heart for through the past couple of months. I'm not sure, not really sure why. Nothing's really changed. I, I wasn't neglecting my relationship with God, but there was just this heaviness I could not I could not break. And then last week, sort of, sort of changed things. Uh, it was prayer and fasting week at our church, so that meant getting up early. Service starts at five thirty in the mornings, goes to six thirty, and then from there, get going, get on with your day. So, getting up early, going to church and pray, focusing as much time as possible on God. Uh, it was a long week. Yes, it did involve some fasting, which was a first which was good, but it was hard. Um, There's a lot going on last week, probably a little too much. And so by the time we got to Thursday night of, of that week, uh, Amy and I, we we literally went to bed at eight o'clock that night and we, we were, we were out <laughs> and uh, we could, we woke up Friday morning at four 30 to go to church and something was different. Um, I felt about as refreshed as I have been in a long time. Not tired, but I mean, I was I was energized and ready to go. And so we got to church that morning at five thirty, and and during the opening prayer, we were challenged by an and by Christy Whitkey. If you know Christy, she's phenomenal, and she said some said some things that morning to set up the prayer time that re- really resonated with me. And she challenged us to to think about where Jesus met us for the first time, and. I sat there and and just thought about that, remembering back to to that dark moment in that hotel room in Chicago back in February of 2020. And and as I was sitting there thinking about this, Jesus put this put this on my heart. He said, "You hated me four years ago. You wanted nothing to do with me. You ran as hard as you could away from me. But now." You love me and you are running to me as hard as you can. Don't stop. Keep running toward me. And I walked out of the church that day, that morning, just last Friday morning. And there was a sense of peace that I had over my heart and and in my mind that I just haven't felt lately. God broke that heaviness off that morning. I can't explain it. It's been something I've been praying about. And I just thank God that he did that. And then that, that like later that afternoon, so I recorded what I thought was going to be my last podcast, at least of this iteration of the show. I, I mean, I'm being honest here. I, I thought, that, okay, I'm going to do this last podcast. We'll get it out and and we're going to move on. But that podcast just filled me up with so much encouragement and it reminded me of why 
I do these things that I do because I love hearing about other people's redemption stories. I love hearing what God is doing to other people. I want to help other people in some small way, right? And I want to bring glory to God. And I I don't, uh, and honestly, right, I do it because I don't ever want to forget what God has done in my life. I don't ever want to forget that I have a new heart inside of me, a heart that is made of flesh that with new desires. And um, so the show's going to live. And so um, going forward, I, I think my plan, I'm not, I'm going to tweak it a little bit. Okay. Not a ton, but just a little going forward. I think my, my plan is to do two guest interviews a month and those take a little bit more work with, you know, finding the guest and, prepping and all that stuff. And then there's probably going to be two times a month where I just get on the mic and share something encouraging, like what today's episode is turning out to be. Something that I learned along the way in my recovery. Uh, a Bible scripture that that brings me encouragement and how I've been able to apply it to, to my life. Whatever it is, like that also to me, that's one of the, the things that God has put on my heart. You know, it's is, is to be in his word, but then tell people about his word and what you're learning in, the, in his word. Like that's, that's one of my goals for this year is to tell more people about the word of God. And so I'm going to use this podcast to do that twice a month, twice a month we'll have guests. And that's what Unmasked is going to look like. So, um, okay. So to that point about sharing what I've learned along the way and, and how some scripture has impacted me. Um, I'm going to share this. Uh, I'll share this encouragement with you, and, and hopefully, it's something that you can use as you refocus your mind and 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 uh, here at the top of the year, which is already we're already halfway through January, which is just mind blowing to me. But we um, we did a book study at the church last fall. It was called Mind Monsters, and I think about that series a lot because, well, as I just share with you. I've, I've had a lot of mind monsters, uh, the end of 2023, not, not the sexual integrity issues that I faced, but today it's, it's about anger. It's about anxiety. It's about distractions. It's about busyness of the world, all that kind of stuff. Like that was that that's been weighing heavily on me. And frankly, it's, it's take, it, it took away the joy of my salvation. It, it really did. And, um, and I just hated that feeling because that's not, I know as, as a follower of Christ, we, that, that Holy spirit is inside of us and that joy, that joy is there every day for us to, to, uh, nurture and to appreciate and to share with others. And part, one of the key verses of, in that study was Philippians eight. Whenever you have a mind monster hit you, you go to Philippians, sorry, Philippians four, eight. And uh, which says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So whenever you have a mind monster hit, you go to Philippians 4.8. But as I, st- I just spent some time in that whole book, in that whole chapter of Philippians uh, over the past couple of months since that series, and it really... Verses actually verses four, chapter four, verses six, seven, eight, and nine really stood out to me because as I think back on it, 
those verses outline really it outlines the step the steps you need to take in your road to recovery whether you are recovering from an addiction whether you are recovering from anxiety whether you just have mind monsters in your life that you need to move past philippians 4 6 through 9 offers that path forward so here's philippians verse chapter 4 verse 6 do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god and so i encourage you get your prayer life in order that's where it starts like the, and and that's that corresponds with the first step that i took uh and cuz verse 7 goes on to say and the peace of god which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus that's where I was back on April 14th, 2020. I prayed for the first time. I gave God everything. I gave him my anxiety. I gave him my addiction. And I just I just asked. I asked for help and and he heard that request and he and he gave me a newfound peace. So in everything that you do, prayer. It starts with prayer and turning it over to God and trusting in God, that he's going to guide your steps. Verse eight, as I read earlier, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And to me, this was the next thing, the next step that I had to do, which was refocus. So first, pray, give everything to God. Step two, refocus your mind. And for me, I had to cut out all of the junk that I put into my mind and replace it with good stuff. For me, obviously, that was stop using porn, stop looking at lustful material, getting rid of the things that caused me to do that. So getting rid of Netflix, getting rid of Hulu, getting rid of cable TV, Stop watching sports, stop drinking, stop smoking pot, all of that stuff. I got rid of all that junk. And then I started focusing on the stuff for me that I needed, which was time with God, which was reading the Bible, which was listening to podcasts about Jesus, about God to strengthen my faith, which was going to church, which was getting into small groups, which is serving other people, all of it. Like it take, took every ounce of that. But that's how you do it. That's You've got to refocus your mind when you're in that dark place. And then verse 9, which I think is, is one of the most important things at all. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. And like any recovery program, right? God's going to show you the path out. Like, like, like for me, again, he showed me the path forward. And remember when I, you know, think back to when I got saved in, in 2020 during the time of COVID, God told me, I'm going to take away everything that you love, everything that you love to do, everything that you love to fill your mind up with. I'm going to take it all away. You can't have any of it. And I'm going to light up this path for you. Now, what are you going to do? Um, he still gave me that choice. I still have that choice. I did not... It wasn't just, um, I still had to do the work. 
He wasn't going to do the work for me. I had to do the work. And that's when I talked about reading the Bible, getting into the word, going to church, meeting other Christ-minded individuals and, and filling up on the church and community and, and serving others, all that stuff. Like we've got to walk it out. We've got to put in the work. And that's when you get to the other side and, and get into some just amazing healing. And so again, it, it's it's prayer. It's refocused your mind. And then it's it's doing the work. And I think if you keep focused on those three things, I think we're going to have a pretty good year. All right. That's enough of me rambling for today. Uh, so next week, I'm going to share the interview that saved the Unmasked podcast. I talk with former Kansas City Royals baseball player Les Norman about his journey to Christ, uh, which is really fascinating to listen to. Uh, and we talk about, more importantly, though, we talk about how he's guiding men today to walk with Jesus. This was such an encouraging episode. Um and he saved the Unmasked podcast. So tune in next week for that episode. And uh, look, everybody, thanks for listening today. Um, I encourage you to, if you like this episode and like this podcast, to to share it with others, to leave it a review. Uh, it's so good to be back. And I thank God for this opportunity. And remember, that's right. Remember, Jesus didn't come to hang out with the saints and the righteous. Nah, he Jesus came to hang with the sick and the sinners, just like you and just like me. But he didn't come to revel in our sin. He came to call us out of it. Have a great week, everybody. 